Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Maybe no better to a beginning of a movie ever, as far as I'm concerned, than that song cranking, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, opening, some some shots of the mall that they're all working in, that song playing. I mean, nothing says 80s quite like the Go-Go's, we got the beat, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and we figured we would just start off the same way as Fast Times, where is good? And as classic as Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So there you go, little Go-Go's. Started that off because I'm thinking, contemplating, this will have happened when you guys listen to this because it's Wednesday. I'm contemplating going to see the Go-Go's tonight uh, down there at the Staples Center, which is no longer Staples Center. Now it's some sort of crypto.com mm, or something. Arena. The crypto you know, they arena. They change every two seconds. But it was Staples for many, many years. But I don't think Staples is what it used to be. That Mm-mm. was back when people were buying Staples, you know. Yeah. Um, but not, I don't know. Who knows? Who goes to the, like a business supply store anymore? Nobody's in, in the office. So it's now crypto, whatever the fuck that means. You know, that's a story for another day. I'll never be able to wrap my head around it. I'll be, I will happily die being the one who misses out on the crypto fortune, you know. But anyway, they're playing the crypto arena, and I'm seeing a lot of things for tickets, you know, whether the Go-Go's are selling like crazy or not, who knows. But they're like, come down. 15 bucks will get you in. And I'm like, why wouldn't I go see the Go-Go's? I, how many more opportunities would I have? I've never seen them. I've enjoyed their music always. I like, I watch the documentary on them. Pretty cool band, you know. They they were in in the in a world of all men, especially back then when they mm-hmm. started. 
I mean, there weren't very many all-female bands uh, that that did everything, played their instruments, wrote their songs, and uh, so they were one of the few. And they were hard partying. They were in there with the with their with the hard partying rockers. And it's a good. They got a good story. Yeah. How whatever, and they're in the whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think they made it in last year. Anyway, enough about the Cocos. With so much to discuss, but I might go to the concert by myself. This would be one that I have to go on my own. And just because I can't get, I can't drum up enough Go-Go's love from any of my friends um, that are, are, so I'm going to have to just do it on my own. And that's when I really enjoy a concert. When I got nobody to worry about next to me, like, I don't think they're into this song and that song. I'm like, fuck, I don't need it. Sit there all by myself and go, Mm -hmm. "Um, um, I like this song. I don't need you to to, uh, recognize this song. So who knows? Anyway, back to so much to talk about. We all know. We did an emergency episode on Monday after the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock, Oscar incident. Now, I know this has been talked to death, and we're all pretty much getting kind of over it. And I think that's uh, kind of why we put out an episode. <laughs> yeah, like we wanted to be the first, like, let's just get the first to get to it and kind of uh, you know talk, talk about it. And, and now everybody is just, every, everybody, which would, once again kind of shows that we do still live as much as everyone says they hate celebrities and hate the Oscars and hate all this stuff. We do see still live in a celebrity obsessed society because I'm the, 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 the most ardent hater of Hollywood has an opinion on this one. Probably mm-hmm. not a good opinion, but it's an opinion nonetheless. So here goes a little bit now, just to kind of recap how we, we can't just not touch upon it. We can't just come into this podcast three days later after it's happened and mm-hmm. say nothing about it. There's other things to discuss, and we'll get to all those. But I just a couple of opinions I have on the Chris Rock days later. Yes. I let it. I let it. I let it sit. I um. I, simmer. I, simmer. I thought about it for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Now here's a cu- my opinions after thinking about it for a few days, Alex. First of all, I, I, now I know it's not because now it's seeming to get. It's seemingly getting. I don't know more more, more validity that it was, mm-hmm. but it's still reeks a little fake to me i i just it just does and i'm not saying it is and it's probably not but everything about it like if we were if we were not all lunatics which we are we would have looked at that and said that's obviously a fake slap it's it's everything about it seems fake it's it's i don't know it all seemed a bit staged but Mm -hmm. i don't don't believe it is but i'm just i just want to say put that out there just in case in a couple of weeks or years it comes out that we totally scripted i don't want to look like i was burned in all honesty like wrestle professional wrestling is scripted too but it's still a dude getting slammed people believed it i remember years ago when i was working at sizzler there was a you know listen people i've had a, a long road it's been a long road and I've, you, I, you, if, if, if you've listened for any length of time, you know that I spent a, a large part of my career in Hollywood working at a Sizzler. Yeah, that's right. A, you've heard it. Sizzler. I don't even know if they have many left anymore. Mm-mm. But they should. They should bring them back. I mean, now in the days of COVID and germ freaks, I don't know if the salad ball would have the same pop that I once had mm-hmm. of everyone just... I think the Sneeze Guard, which is the most disgusting name for anything yes. ever made... I, that came late mm-hmm. in, in into the into the world of of salad bars and and buffets. They used to be just fully exposed, 
you know, uh, corn and uh, and uh, and beets. But gonna, now they're covered up, sneeze guard. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like the sneeze guard. You can never get under it. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I mean. And you're a bit of a sneezer, Alex. Yeah, I'm you're a, always. I'm a, I mean, we, we have. Well, I'm a part of the problem. Sometimes we have to break sometimes because Alex has full on sneeze attacks. He's an allergy guy and he has some sneeze attack. So. Um, yeah, he the sneeze sneeze guard came later in life. Mm-hmm. I think I think there was some issues. Somebody sued somebody for sneezing yeah. on the on the on the cheese toast over at Sizzler and whatever. We had a sn- pretty nice brass rail sneeze guard. Mm-hmm. You remember the motif, you know, like an aqua blue tile. Yeah, and, and that's where I frosted glass. There you go, Alex. You got it. And uh, and I was manning it. I know many of you, I know I say this every time, many of you are probably like, well, you were a young actor in Hollywood. That's how everybody starts. Yeah. No, I was 32. <laughs> you were young. I wasn't, I wasn't 21. I wasn't 19. I was working there at like 32. And that's kind of not a joke, a little bit of a joke, but not really. Or at least it was 28. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a customer who came into Sizzler all t- He would come in every day. Mm-hmm. Big, uh, big heavy guy, you know, down on his luck. We had a lot of down on their luck people, which I don't know if we were like that cheap of a restaurant, but we were on Hollywood and Western, mm-hmm. which still to this day is not a great neighborhood. No. It's even better than it was back then, but certainly not great. And, you know, we'd get some people down and out coming in because you could, for six ninety nine, you could eat a lot mm-hmm. or whatever it was at the time. And I've told you many times that on the on the board, you guys remember the Sizzler ordering system. Yes. You would walk up to a board. I think these days there's a lot of people that have taken on this business model. Mm-hmm. You order first, and they bring it to your table. Yes. A lot of people are doing that. A lot these of barbecue days. joints. Yeah. Do that it. that yeah. that crazy depart uh, grocery store that I was in in oh, Florida. Feed and seed. Yeah. They <laughs> something no, like that. You were seed you're, to table. You're on seed to table. There they we go. did it. Feeds. Anyway. So we were the we were the pioneers of that type of ordering. Yeah, you looked at your board. You said, "I want a Malibu chicken and steak and Malibu chicken mm-hmm. salad." Add the salad bar to that, mm-hmm. and uh, bring here's a number. Bring it to my table. Blah, blah, there blah, a, blah, blah. Yeah. So there you go. That's what it was. And on that board, it said, uh, "Complement your meal with beer or wine." And I spent the better part of I don't know how many years I was working there six seven perhaps. I spent the better part of six or seven years explaining the difference between compliment and complimentary yes. to pretty much every person who came in. Everyone. So well, we didn't have the greatest clientele is my mm-hmm. point. You know, they were like, how come I don't get my complimentary beer and wine with this? Or mm-hmm. I was like, it's compliment your meal. So it was tough. It's yes. tough to explain. Anyway, this guy would come in every day and he would explain to me, I didn't know, I know like WWE wrestling. But apparently there's other wrestlings yeah. that are like in, smaller, in, in gymnasiums throughout yeah. the country and people follow this mm-hmm. shit. And this guy followed it every type of wrestling. You know, other forms of not The Rock and, uh, you know, and those guy wrestling. No, we're talking about Crazy like Chad, who's yeah, a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. third tier shit wrestling. I have friends who've done this. It's Yeah, yeah. and one time he, was, he would explain to me that as if it was, he 100% bought it. Yeah. Like, this is real. I cannot believe that happened last night. This happened last night. And explain to me these crazy scenarios that they cooked up. And then he said, the one guy, he was telling me, he goes, the one guy, if he lost, he had to leave town. You know, like like there were two cowboys. Like, yeah. if you lose this fight, you got to leave town. Yeah, this uh, parking lot's not yeah. big enough for the both of us. <laughs> so I said, and he goes, so, and he lost, and he had to, and he left town. And I said to him, I said, I, you, you think he really left town? Like, what does that even like mean? This guy sold, like, what town? Like, ta- like, had to leave what town? I just moved to the next town. Like, I don't no. get it. And he goes, and I said, I don't think. 
I said it's probably scripted that mm-hmm. he had to leave town. I don't think he really left town. Yeah. It's a lot to pick up and mm-hmm. leave town. You got to fill out a change of address form. It's a whole rigmarole. Yeah. You got to get a moving truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you can instantly just leave town. Uh-huh. He was like, no, no, no. He he had to leave town. Mm-hmm. Listen, they took... They said when the fight began, this guy's got to leave town. If he loses, he lost. He left town. Yeah. That's the end of that. So some people, is my point, it's a long way to get there. My yeah. point is some people will believe anything. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the case with this. But I'm going to say just for the rest of the the the, the argument's sake, I, I believe it. I believe that it was real. But I'm just going to hang on to a, a 10% chance that it might have been staged and faked. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I meant by wrestling is it can be a scripted moment and still be a real slap, you know, or good point or it could be a scripted slap in a real moment. Like those things. Great point. All of that. And then. So, okay, so let's get to some weirdness of it. And sorry to to, to harp on this too much, because I know everybody's kind of getting over it at this point. Um, But now here's the opinion I'm taking. And maybe it's wrong. And go ahead and give me all one star reviews for this. And I know there's other people coming at it from different angles. Like I was shocked by the violence. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was hurt by the violence that I saw on stage. Bullshit. Cut the crap. Okay, I'm sorry to say that. Maybe a few, maybe one point one percent of you mm-hmm. were shocked by the violence, or 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 uh, or or triggered by the violence. I don't know. But listen, it was hardly. A violent incident. Yeah. It was a weird slap that seemed, I don't know. Okay, secondly, this man uh, assaulted another man on on stage. Why is he not arrested? Okay, everybody assaulted. Come on. There are real assaults going on in the world. And I know technically and in the eyes of the law, it's probably an assault. Mm -hmm. Sure. But we got real problems. Can we just take this angle on it? And this is the angle I've been taking. And my apologies if this comes off insensitive to anyone who's been slapped at the Oscars mm. and was triggered alopecia, by that. Yeah. yeah, right. It it was two fucking grown men who can handle a slap. Fucking, they're both big guys. Or I mean, I keep everyone keeps saying Chris Chris Rock. They keep saying how tiny Chris Rock is. Yeah. I know Chris. I met Chris a thousand he's times. Tiny. He's not that fucking tiny. No. I mean, he's not fucking six foot he's four. He's not Will Smith. Yeah, but but, but he's certainly not five two either. I mean, he's you know he's a little skinny fucking mm-hmm. five foot eight guy. He yeah. can handle himself. So. And all that aside, it certainly wasn't something he needed to handle himself with. It didn't become a full-on, you know, melee. It was a one slap, and he he and he handled mm-hmm. it. So I'm taking the angle, and uh, and uh, you don't have to. But here's the way: can we just take the angle of it was a fucking stupid, ridiculous incident that made the Oscars fun for once, and we're all talking about it. And in this world the last at least two years or, or, or more at this point where everything has been so fucking heavy with COVID and, and, and Russia and-, and politics and the fucking vaccines and the masks and all the thing and, you know, and, and Ukraine and all the things we have to deal with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Can we just for once go, Hey, wasn't it fun to watch some craziness for a minute where nobody mm-hmm. got hurt? And we all walked away, you know, can't we just go, shit, that was wild. We used to be able to do that. We used to be able to step back from shit and go, you know, wow, that was Mm -hmm. some craziness. You know, I remember years ago, and it's not even close to relating to the same thing, but I remember a wild incident. I don't know why this came to mind. 
you know, because every now and again, live TV kind of goes off the rails and you see some crazy shit. I remember years ago, Richard Belzer was a comedian. Um, I, I don't know what's become of Belzer, but he <laughs> he was a big, you know, he was a huge comedian for a while. He was on Law and Order for many years. Mm-hmm. Had a good career. Yeah. And 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 like they they used to do stunts on on Letterman late now with David Letterman all the time and even the slap of Andy Kaufman remember that with that wrestler and Andy Kaufman like when he slapped him and you don't you didn't know if that was staged or not we still don't really like Andy Kaufman always did these weird stunts we're like is that an Andy Kaufman stunt or is mm-hmm. this a real thing yeah and then it was a slap there and then one time Richard Belzer got caught up in it I don't know if Andy Kaufman was involved in that but this wrestler like picked up. Richard Belzer and dropped him on his head and like really oh, hurt him. Yeah. And like Belzer, I think still to this day has, I think he like sued him and whatever, yeah. but it was just wild. <laughs> and it was stuff that we used to watch and go, did you see that? I don't know. It was before YouTube and all that. So you mm. couldn't watch it a million times. And, and you know, everybody's watching this now, like to disapprove a film. They're like t- watching every inch of this Will yeah. Smith slap. But it was back then. We we're like, no, oh, slow it down. Can did you-, you see it or not see it? Cause yeah. that was the only time you could do. Mm-hmm. And then, I remember when when Cher was on um, Letterman. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And, uh, you know, Cher was Cher. She, she, that was the fun of Cher. She would say things. You're like, wow, Cher's fickle. Say whatever. She, mm-hmm. she doesn't give a fuck. And Cher came on Letterman and, um, you know, Letterman. And they were having a fun little banter back and forth. They seemed like they, they, they liked each other. And, and Letterman asked Cher, how come you, you, you never come on the show? And Cher goes, because I thought you were an asshole. <laughs> and people, you know, and it was just like shocking, you know, because mm-hmm. nobody cursed on TV back then. And yeah. It was just like crazy. And, but it was fun. Like now these days, I would imagine with all this fuck, whatever, I don't want to say woke because it's not that or, or whatever. I don't Everybody has to have sensitive. A, I just think it's the fact that we're just hearing everyone's opinions. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't used to have to hear everyone's opinions, yeah. but now we, we are. I'm sure even back when 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 uh, when Cher called Letterman an asshole, there were people who were like, "I cannot believe people use such profanity on television." But mm. this bitch didn't have a fucking Twitter account, so no. we didn't hear it. She was just talking about it to her neighbor, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm sure there were those people. People but, would write letters. Oh to yeah, your they manager. would write. They, they, no one well, they would write, those. Yeah, they would write letters to like NBC. Yeah, and it would get there three weeks later, mm. and somebody at NBC would open and go, "I can't believe she said that foul language on television." Yeah, but it was fun. I mean, there's many. Do you? I'm, those are just a couple that's come to mind. There's been many of it, type those type of incidents. And I, I, true, that wasn't a violent incident. Agreed, but who cares? But also, he's, it was neither was this. It no, wasn't. There's he, violence. Jesus Christ! Turn on fucking any. Uh, you know, look look what's going on in, in Ukraine. That there's violence everywhere. Real violence, and people are suffering from real. This wasn't it. This was the Oscars. And the other thing that people keep saying is. That where was the security, and um and all that, and 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 I'll say this, I, I don't think the security was was at the ready for because it also was Will Smith. I don't think the security like the security probably was like, oh, this is obviously a bit. I don't want to jump up on stage mm-hmm. and tackle Will Smith and fuck up the bit, you know. And also, they're like, well, what could Will Smith possibly do? Like, I'm sure everybody who was in the building that day went through some sort of security, and they. 
I'm sure they weren't like, Will Smith's got a gun. Yeah. Like, it's not, that's <laughs> no. not, you know, it's going to be fine. So, so the security like, and then why didn't, okay, now let me see the other thing and, and try and let some, I, I'm hearing a lot of people, people I like, Howard Stern and some other people, they're very upset that Hollywood seemed to accept Will Smith back into the fold immediately afterwards mm-hmm. when he won the best actor. It was only, it was five minutes after maybe. Yeah. And I and I'll say this to let all those fucking weirdos in the crowd off the hook, and I will we'll get to them in a second. Um, I just don't think anybody knew what was happening. Kind of like all all of us, mm-hmm. we all after it first happened, we're like, "Is this real? Is it fake? Is it stew?" But you know, now we've had days to to, to let it digest and whatever. We so still I, don't know. I yep. think the people in that audience were like, "Like I don't, I, I I'm still going to applaud this guy for winning best actor because I don't know what just happened." Yeah. So I don't have. And I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm wearing a dress. It's uncomfortable. I want to fucking, I'm starving. I got to pee. Can we just move? Like, I'm, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not putting it all together that I'm going to sit here and go, boo, boo. For what? Remember three minutes ago when you slapped uh, yeah. Chris Rock? I'm booing that. Abhorrent Oh, because oh, I was just thinking about the Will Smith that we've known for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. You know, I just, I'm applauding whatever. Yeah. I'm, that's what they told me to do. Mm-hmm. When people went best actor, you stand up. Yeah. I, I, I'm not putting this all together. Just let me go home. Can I just go home and take off these heels? That's what they're all thinking. Yeah. They're not and they're not that quick to put this all together. I saw somebody say an interesting thing, and this is what, because now I'm going to get to the Laria Baldwin and Alec and all this. There's more on them in a second. We'll get there. Um, the other thing that I think that we're all going to finally have to wrap our heads around, and it's going to be, it's difficult for me too, and it's going to be difficult for Alex because Alex loves show business, mm-hmm. and it's going to be difficult for all of us. And 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 I think the Alec, the Alec Baldwin thing has woken me up to it, as have many other things. And it's this, and I and I'm 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 stealing it from another person that I saw saying, and I, I can't think of who it was. I think it might have been Chris DeStefano, a comedian, Chris DeStefano, who I like. Um. And he said, why are we surprised by any of this? You know, because being acting in it, in and of itself, acting, the mm-hmm. actual art of acting, like the actual art of saying, I am me. Let's just say Tom Hanks, for instance. I am Tom Hanks. I will now be playing another person. And um, that won't be me. Yeah. That in, it, in and of itself is some sort of mental disorder. <laughs> Most 95% of people, you know, probably don't mm-hmm. want to. I, I know I've said in the past that everybody wants to be famous, and I do believe that to be true, but I don't think everyone wants to be an actor or an actress, you know. I think there, or f- there is something to, like, saying, because some people go into it like, I, you know, you, you read about this, you know, Joaquin Phoenix or, or mm-hmm. a Christian Bale, you know. I I, I slept in a, in a bat cave to mm-hmm. be Batman. And so there's a fucking mental problem there already. Mm-hmm. So they're not, I don't think you, know, you have to go too far to push these people over the edge. No. You know what I mean? So that's why. Look no further than messing up Christian Bale's coffee. You know, right. Like all of that stuff. Like, yeah, all, all of that stuff is just like, um, you know, these people are, are, are just on the mm-hmm. edge. They're wild. And I'm not letting anyone off the hook here, but I'm also trying to say, wasn't it fun? Can we just relax? Wasn't it fun? Forget. And then the other thing, uh, Heather McDonald, my friend, did it, and, and a lot of people I like bringing up these hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. Well, it was shocking, and I was, and I was, I was uh, triggered. And what if it was, uh, what if it was a black man and a white man, or a woman and a man? I was like, what? 
We could sit and talk about mm-hmm. hypotheticals of what if an alien had come down from space mm-hmm. and landed and Will Smith, like he did in that movie, punched the alien and said, welcome to Earth. Like, what are we doing? We're, yeah. we're painting these weird. It was two fucking grown men. And it was funny. I mean, not funny, but it was fun. You understand what I'm saying? The other thing, and we'll end on this. How do you feel about it, Alex? When all now that you've had a couple of days to let it to let it settle, it's uh, I don't know. Again, I <laughs> yeah. These are the same people that wanted to Skype Zelensky in from a war zone. Like, what is that's true? That was another just, weird thing. That, and then people it's were spectacle. Uh, people were upset about that. Yeah. They're like, you know, we should have let him come on the outside. I'm like, why? For what? He he's fighting. Like, there's a war going. on. He's got on. bigger fish to fry. What's he going to come on the and point. do? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the point you just made was there bigger fish to right. fry. Yeah. And let's try to get somebody with so and I, much listen, on his plate. I don't want... Now, when I say that, they're big, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, don't, I I always hate when people say that because I not, now I'm guilty of it. Yeah. Because it is... This is fun. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what this podcast well, is about. Well, I guess to make it serious. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, uh, to take it back to, like, Chelsea Lately days, I remember, you know, Chelsea Lately was what it was. It was Chelsea... It's... We all... You guys all watched it and you all knew what it was. It was a goofy roundtable discussion about things that probably most of us didn't care about, but we were going to pretend for 25 minutes that we fucking cared mm-hmm. about Lindsay Lohan and Charlie Sheen and all that shit. And there would be some comedians who would come on and go, why are we even talking about this? Mm-hmm. And that's the last time they were ever on. Yeah. They're like, you're not getting to... They, okay, they, they yeah. would, This is what we do on this mm-hmm. show. We're having fun with it. So I, I do enjoy having fun with it. And I know there are bigger things, but I like the fact... I like it all, you no, know? And I don't even mean yeah, that you know there I mean. are yeah, bigger yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. We I don't, just we mean need, they go. were literally trying to bring him in sure, for sure, sure, So sure. they were looking for a ratings scandal of some sort. They were looking oh, yeah, for right. something. Oh, yeah, no, they... Yeah, I mean, that's what they wanted. They had to have something. Not that this was it but whatever it worked you know people everyone's still talking about the oscars three days later including us and and maybe next year it'll it'll bring some some more eyes to it for whatever reason mm-hmm. i don't know listen who knows so the other thing that i wanted to, to say about it is um is i i just and this is we'll end on this okay let's assume it was 100 real and a it's just a fucking bizarre thing to happen. Like the fact that this Will Smith, which I feel he changed gears very quickly, you know, because yes. we all say that he looks like he's laughing in that one at the joke, which I, the other thing is the two things that got more press out of this thing were alopecia, which is apparently some hair loss disease that I've heard about before, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I always thought, I thought, am I crazy? Doesn't Jada Pinkett always have a bald head? Like she's an attractive woman who could pull off a bald head. Yeah. There's not many. God bless you, sweetheart. I mean, you know, I don't, so I don't, I don't understand how she was that upset mm-hmm. about it. And I don't know. I, 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 I'm not, I don't, once again, I want to be insensitive to alopecia. I don't know how, you know, debilitating a disease it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe some of you have, and you're like, well, I can't walk anymore, and my, and my bald head is stuck on the couch. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's the case. But it seems to me it's just a little thing where you lose a little bit of hair. And I know some people don't look as good bald mm-hmm. as Jada Pinkett Smith, so, you know, you're fucked. It's one of those things that it's sad when it's a 23-year-old girl, but Jada Pinkett, she's going to be fine. I know, she looks she great. She got wig money. Like, yeah, but even with the wig, you know, I saw she, all the yeah, pictures of her. Too, yeah. She looks fucking great mm-hmm. uh, anyway. You can't fuck up Jada Pinkett Smith. So anyway. She looked hot with that weird Matrix haircut. Yes, exactly. Good looking lady. So 
whatever. That's that had none of the, but the alopecia got a lot of. First of all, I'll tell you this: I thought it was alopecia. I did <laughs> up until the Oscar night. I I have been making a fool of myself walking around mm. all these years saying alopecia. Yeah. So uh, I learned that. I also can't understand how a GI Jane. Most the, the people over GI Jane sitting on the GI Jane like um mm-hmm. uh whatever residual fucking thing like ah who cares about this stupid thirty like what the hell why was everyone all of a sudden watching GI Jane yeah. kind of a terrible movie um you know from from years ago with Demi Moore and Vigo Mortensen I believe is in it uh anyway but that's the other one GI Jane a lot of GI Jane traction mm-hmm. so thirty years later GI Jane finally gets mentioned at the Oscars. They must have been overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, thank God, finally, it's our it's time. A good has week come. for Demi. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised nobody. We'll get to Demi more in a second. There's been some. There's been some Bruce Willis news, and we'll get to that. Ooh. Anyway, so there you go. That is. What more can I say about it? There's other. The other thing, you know, we, there's a full investigation. I love when people do the mm-hmm. internal investigation, like the like the over the over the academy. They have some sort of police that are mm-hmm. waiting to investigate incidents. So I'm like, yeah. who's investigating? Uh, you know, some some old actors are are investigating. Gregory Peck's going to investigate. Been dead for thirty <laughs> years, but you get the idea. Um, yeah, like who's like Roger internal investigation? Uh, they always do an internal. Anytime anything goes down on like this person did that to this person, we're we're conducting an internal investigation. Who who isn't conducting his investigation? So the over the Oscars, they're conducting an internal investigation because mm-hmm. there's rules. I think they just was making up these rules. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, we got to write up some sort of rules here about, it sound about slapping on stage. So we will leave no stone unturned. <laughs> like, what are we what are doing? doing? But then, then there are people like, we need to take away this man's Oscar. And maybe that's true. But you guys all understand that it's, it's not real. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not like we need to t- take away his law degree or disbar him yeah. or his medical degree. It's, a, it's a, an award, which is the strangest thing. And I love the Oscars and I love all this shit. It's, it's an award for acting, which is so... It's, oh, it's always bizarre if you just put, put it at face value and think about it. Like, mm. this man... Uh, Will Smith was better was a better at acting than this person. Like, yeah, but that person's role was a subtle role. It was different, mm-hmm. and they did a great job with the subtleties of it. So to say it was a better acting performance is that really true? You know what I mean? So it's all just strange. Mm-hmm. But here we're gonna take away his Oscar. Okay, go ahead and just- what? Give it to the next guy. You know, I don't understand. And if we're going to start taking away Oscars for people doing some crazy shit, yeah, don't even, you don't get a long list. I mean, Charlie Chaplin. I mean, it doesn't. It wasn't he fucking twelve year olds. Like, I mean, we got some problems. Mm-hmm. So let's not. Uh, I mean, this guy Will Smith is a is a lunatic. I guess I don't know. Is he a lunatic? Who knows? Everybody has fuck done stupid shit. He just happened to do it on a stage. But listen, I'm not going to. It's a, it was this sh- fucking bizarre behavior. Who? There's, there was a, a million times where mm. he could have snapped to and said, what am I doing? Yeah. Because he had to go up some sort of stairs. We've all seen the Oscar stairs. We've all seen, uh, you know, Jennifer Lawrence have a funny fall down on the Oscar stairs. And we all can't believe that she was, she fell down and so funny. She's so re- like a real person. Mm-hmm. She's just like us. She has balance issues. So, you know, we, we did. So he, he, not only did he get out of his seat. 
And also, Denzel Washington's a hero. Bradley Cooper's a hero. Tyler Perry, for all talking him down. Where were you fuckers when he was walking up? Why didn't you mm-hmm. stop him then? Going up. Where was Bradley Cooper going? Yo, 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 yo. Relax. Just go back to your seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sorry about that. Alopecia. Yeah. It's, is it alopecia? If it's a good thing I wasn't there, I would have been fucking up. Who she has alopecia? Chris, it's alopecia. I'm sorry, Al Pacino. I thought it was alopecia. <laughs> And no, it's Hal Pacino. <laughs> Hal That's the-, the other. The other thing was like there was like great people at the Oscars. Like now I'm seeing like they did a fi- they had Coppola, De Niro, and Al Pacino on stage for a 50 no year one- anniversary yeah. of Godfather. Liza Minnelli, they wheeled her out and they had a nice moment with with uh, Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli. There was some good b- fucking Beyonce started the show off with a song. Mm-hmm. Like they got Beyonce to come out of her house, yes. and that's rare. And that nobody's talking about any of that shit. Mm. So uh, anyway, it's it's all wild. And, and then I, I don't know if you guys have seen this. So just to take it off the Will Smith thing for a second, there was a, a great moment. I've Somebody sent it to me somehow. I don't know why. First of all, I thought in order to get invited to the Oscars, you had to be some sort of movie star or in the movies at one point in your life. But I guess at this point now, they're like, we need the fucking ratings here. You know, like mm-hmm. we, Brenda Fricker is not getting us the ratings we wanted. We got to get... You know, Courtney Kardashian's got to be here. So I, I'm seeing now, people are telling me that I was wrong about Mel Gibson being there. I know you you motherfuckers love to fact check me. But I saw, no, he wasn't. I looked it up. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but there was a picture. They were showing reactions to the fight. I didn't realize there was a reaction from 10 years. They were just using an old reaction of, of Mel Gibson. So he wasn't in the audience. Oh, he but wasn't like, even there. Yeah, so they, they, they were showing reactions of people from years past. Oh. How was I supposed to know that? Anyway, well, Mel Gibson has been invited back since the incident. So my rant about Mel Gibson was not 100% off, yeah. you know. So anyway, but here comes Kourtney Kardashian and uh, and Travis Barker. Apparently, they were there. That's what I read. Now, once again, if you, I know you guys want to fact check me, but I saw they were on some sort of Oscar red carpet, whether it was actually to the Oscars or to some sort of Oscar party. They were involved, mm-hmm. which based on what? Like, cause I have no problem with either one of those people. I yeah. like Blink-182. Neither actors, though. Yeah, they, they, I don't think any of them been in any movies. Uh, and God, let's please don't ever. Yeah. So, and then they're doing this tongue-touching thing that they insist upon doing mm-hmm. uh, on every red carpet. I don't know if that was... They took that from Megan Fox I and, think and Machine Gun Kelly. and But they, they have to let everyone know that we're a couple who likes to make out. Mm-hmm. Or French kiss is what we used to call back in the old days. And I'm like... Oh yeah, okay. That's all great, but why? Why, why do we got to watch this business? And uh, mm. listen, both attractive people who I, you know, we we take a look at those two getting it on, but you don't have to force it upon me. No, I'd rather not watch that. And it, they they actually do it like they pose for the cameras with their tongues out, and then they touch their tongues. You know, um, you guys probably have not walked a lot of red carpets, and Alex certainly has not. However, I have, Alex, not yet. You might one day, (laughs) you know, but not yet. Anyway, I have walked a lot of red carpets and you have to like stop and pose. There's nothing more embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they do that. They stop, they stick their tongues out, they touch their tongues and let people take pictures of it. It's all, but this goes back to what I was saying. Everyone's got a mental illness. So, and then I, now I don't know if this was once again, walking into the Oscars or walking into some sort of pre-party or after party, but I saw Caitlin uh have a have a have a little meeting with lady gaga oh now and lady gaga does okay now and they're talking about malibu my place malibu 
He says, Lady Gaga, where you been? I haven't seen you in Malibu in ages. Where are you? And she goes, I am. She's trying to be nice. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about what we're, what we're forgetting quickly here is, you know, uh, Caitlin is Caitlin. Caitlin's a Republican and does mm. says all this shit and all this. And whether that's right or wrong, I'm not saying it is. But Lady Gaga, she's I think, a believer. Yeah, I think. And Lady Gaga hates everything Caitlin stands for. Yes. Um, it's like you she, and is yeah. and is trying to be nice about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this about Lady Gaga. She's all right in my book. Okay, how do you like that? I, I think she's a good actress. I like her music, and I think she seems like a decent person. I, I'm probably going to be burned on this. Mm-hmm. I know in two weeks she's yeah. going to do something horrible, and I'm going to be burned because I. Uh, uh, we'll get to Alec Baldwin in a second, but I believe in 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 podcast past I have uh, raved about Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. and boy was I burned. Boy, so I'm going to say this apprehensively. Mm-hmm. I love Lady Gaga. That's the end of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like we can be friends. I feel like we come from a, a similar area. I know that her real name is like, you know, Stephanie Giannato or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking Italian chick. Oh, from she wasn't born Jer- Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's like an Italian chick from <laughs> Jersey or something. I feel like she's into cool music like Springsteen and Queen and that stuff. I feel like we'd have a nice time together. And then she'd go bonkers one day and I'd be, you know, she, she's like one of those people who's on the edge. You know, I think she yeah. has a song, I'm on the edge. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all of a sudden she'd freak out at like a drive through and I'd be like, oh, Jesus, what the, f- where'd this come from? Mm-hmm. I thought we were talking about Bruce Springsteen. I want cheese on my ham. You know, I feel like she's yeah. on the edge. So I don't want to, takes nothing. You got it. When you're friends with those type of people, you got to, it, it's, I mean, she you wore never a meat suit. She's you know, on I the know, edge of But that's when she was, that's always part of the fun. You know, yeah. she was playing a character. So anyway, I love her. So she has this meeting with you got to look it up with with uh with Caitlin. And uh and and Caitlin's asking her about some coffee house that they used to go to in Malibu. I haven't seen you there in a while. Are you, are you still in Malibu? She goes, "Yeah, from time to time I'm in Malibu." But she wants to get away from Caitlin so bad. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, and Caitlin of course wants to fucking talk to Lady Gaga. And it's just it's just a very awkward. You want inter- some of it? Oh, can we? Can I gotta, we? Yeah, let's let's hear a little bit of it if we have it up. Are you still out there? Yes. Oh, are you still out there? Oh, good seeing you. <laughs> and then Caitlin's just big dress on, you know. <laughs> oh boy, you know what? Hey, everybody, enjoy your lives. So there, I thought that was a mm. fun interaction. That's the other fun thing about the Oscars is, you know, I would imagine some people in this business, you've been around long enough, you hate each other. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know, you do have to come within, you got to see, look look what happened with, you know, Will Smith and Chris Rock. There's, they, you know, there's all rumors that they had a beef. They know each other from this. They hate each other from that. They, Jada Pinkett's involved. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, whatever. Who knows? Everybody had fun. That's the ultimate, in the end, it's a, it was a fun thing. I now, think Caitlyn is a great. I Caitlyn. I feel bad for Will Smith, and the same reason I feel bad for Caitlyn, and that like okay. used to be that that was what made the family the family, right? And now you're just the butt of the joke. You're the butt of right. Every time Red Table Talk needs a quick, easy joke, it's they, bru- you're, well, it's they, Will. They, right. That's what, yeah. And, and and I'm glad you brought that up, Alex, because. Yeah, people are saying that that's they believe what drove this guy insane. Mm, he was the leading yeah, man, yeah, and now he's right. like the punchline to a grandma mm-hmm. who yeah, is nobody. Grandma Pinkett Smith, yeah. and you know, and she's she gets up there in your face, and she won't take it. Mm-mm. She's not going to take it. Mm-mm. I will not. I'm not going to sit here and listen to this girl talk about privilege. Please, sister. 
I love her. I love that Jada Pinkett, dude. Grandma, Grandma Pinkett, Pinkett Smith. Smith. Oh, I love her. So, uh, and I love the Red Table Talk. Oh, I hope I'm never, I hope I'm never a, uh, a subject on the Red Table Talk. Mm. Those girls will chop you up. Yeah. Wow. Athletic Greens. Oh, how I love you. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Athletic Greens sent me free Athletic Greens. And because I loved it so much, I actually bought more Athletic Greens. So now I'm, I'm fully in mm-hmm. on Athletic Greens and I love it. That's why I started taking it because I hate taking vitamins and I just wanted something easy. I could shake it up in the morning, drink it and run. And that is what Athletic Greens gives me. 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens helps me start my day right special blend of ingredients supports gut health which i love my nervous system which i need my immune system need that energy recovery focus aging all these things that i need and want and that's why i love athletic greens and now i got my friend alex on it too why do you like it alex i love that i'm getting better sleep which leads to a higher quality recovery uh, I'm more mentally alert. I'm hotter on the mic when I'm using it. Exactly. You know, I love it. So that's why we're both on it. And you could probably tell by how brilliant we are on this podcast. Right now, it's easy to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It'll make you feel good. We're going into summer where you're going to be out and about. So you want to feel good. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, which I love. I take a little vitamin D oil, and then I drink my drink. And five free travel packs, which are fantastic. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash cover, C-O-V-E-R. May I do that in all caps? Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash cover all caps to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So anyway, on to the Baldwins to go to stick with the theme of mentally ill people. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pregnant again. There's Alaria uh, and, uh, and Alec who, you know, I, I have to, I have to, it's a, I have to give my apologies that, that I, I praised him. I loved him. Uh, he's a he's a fellow Long Islander. He's one of our people. He's one of my people. He, he he's never let really left Long Island. He stays on. He's true to Long Island. He's he knows the areas. He knows the, the cities. He knows the places. Rosie O'Donnell and him used to do banter back and forth about Long Island. You know, fun stuff. Funny guy on his podcast and other comedians and cars and stuff. But obviously a complete fucking lunatic. And um, I don't know if it was this girl who got him that way or sometimes, you know, people just lose it with age, with uh, with a woman. You know, some people are saying that Will Smith, Jada Pinkett's the reason. And I'm, you know, that's that's letting Jade, you know, Will Smith off the hook. Yeah, we can't blame everything on the ladies. You know, Mm -hmm. enough is enough of that. I don't blame my craziness on anybody but myself and a little bit. Alex. Sometimes Um, I deserve it. So anyway, uh they are pregnant again. I believe it's their seventh. Now we it's just wild because yeah. they had two kids recently before all the, the the Alec Baldwin incident. And I believe it might have even been before the Alaria uh, stuff yeah. where she was outed as a I guess a, a girl from Boston who thinks she's Spanish. Whatever, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um but they had a they're having another kid, they're pregnant. Now I don't know if they're doing this via surrogacy or she's actually pregnant or this old timer. This old Alec Baldwin has got to be sixty, almost sixty six or something. 
still climbing on top of this gal and yeah. his old fucking still working. Yeah, I mean, God bless him, but fucking go go sleep on the couch a couple of nights, old timer. Like, don't don't you have a back room where you can mm-hmm. go? You know, uh, take your horniness out on on something else for yeah. God's sakes. What do you do? So anyway, number seven, which is just. I guess they're just going to pretend that this thing that happened out in New Mexico, and I'm not saying Alabone was responsible for that, and I don't believe he was. I believe it was an accident, but still, it was an accident where a woman died, and she has she's left a family, and she's left, and you know now this family, this mother, this mm-hmm. uh, this father and son, uh, have to like watch this guy carry on shenanigans on Instagram and stuff. And Alec Bowman doesn't need Instagram. He just, mm. You just don't. No. Like, your life is is going to go on regardless of it. Some of us need Instagram for whatever reason. I don't know why, but we do. Mm-hmm. Alec Bowman is not one of them. We don't, you don't need it. There's no, you're not gaining anything from it. So just stop it. Just cut off Instagram. Just, just say, look, I don't think it's best for me to be out here talking about whatever I'm talking about. Yeah. And I follow him and I liked him. Before the incident, he used to sit around and talk about old movies and stuff on his, you know, in, out there in Bridgehampton or wherever he's from. And it was interesting to watch. But now it seems bizarre that he's doing all this. And mm-hmm. then, of course, Alaria, same thing. In a way, I'll, I'll let her off the hook a bit because I believe she does need it because she has some sort of lifestyle brand or yeah. whatever. So maybe she does need some sort of social media. Mm-hmm. And, and that and maybe she's bringing in some money and they probably at this point need it. So... Whatever. Then she says, I'm going to take a social media break. She says this every six weeks. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes a whole big ordeal. I'm going to take a social media break. There's a break. And then what she does is, which I I know a lot of people who do this, and I find it so bizarre. They are couples. You see what I'm saying, Alex? Mm-hmm. Couples that speak to each other. And I know many, some of these people are my friends. And I know they're in the same house sitting next to each other. And they're speaking to each other via Instagram comments, mm-hmm. which I find so bizarre. Yes. Um. So that's what Alaria said. She was taking a social media break. However, she was just commenting on Alex. Anything Alex did, Alec, not Alex, Alec did on an Instagram. She would comment at the bottom and write loving messages. And I'm like, well, isn't he sitting right next to you? Yeah. Can't you just turn to him and say this? But you, they can't because they want other people to see it. Yeah. You can't live. That would be just a private moment, and we can't have those. Mm. Everything needs to be public. Like, I don't actually love him. I want right. you to think <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. him. So, so anyway, they're having another child. It's their seventh, I believe, and that there, there's that. And, mm-hmm. you know, God bless them. I guess, it's a, you know, childbirth is a wonderful thing, and, and it should be. And I don't, I don't want to be some hardened prick who's like, fuck these weirdos, but. Fuck these weirdos now. I mean, uh, I think it's just, we've talked a lot about how big his nut must be that he's just going, going, working, working, working. It's like, I maybe- mean, just, let's just talk house alone. And I know he's been out in there in the Hamptons for many years and he was there before the real estate went through the roof. So he might have that going for him. But just the landscapers alone, they mm-hmm. got, they got nice grass out there. I've seen, I've seen the grass in pictures. And uh, you know, you, you think Alex out there fucking with the uh, weed and seed? No, He's, there's somebody taking care of that. Yeah, there's somebody trimming the hedges. There's nine guys. They come once a week. Mm-hmm. They're cleaning a the pool. They're doing everything. So that just that alone is a lot, you know. And like I say about Alec. He's had a good career, but he's never been Iron Man or any of that where you make the real $50 million. Yes. And uh, I'm sure he's gr- doing fine. Yeah. But, you know, eventually that shit chips away when, you, when you're out doing movies in New Mexico for, for yeah. no money, you know. And Elaria, 
like the brand, let's face it, the brand was affected by the incident. You know, mm-hmm. whatever she was selling, uh, pan, you know, Pampers and 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 like Cook moisturizing cream and, for yeah. your for your pregnant belly or whatever she was doing. I don't even know what these people do. She's some kook running around. I mean, I'll give you the bottom line to what Alaria Baldwin is. A very attractive girl who likes yoga mm-hmm. pants. And and I learned this from I always had my suspicions on what this gal was doing. And there's a, I, I don't want to sound like some, I, I'm coming off like a misogynist asshole here, and I don't mean to be. But let me just stick with that line of thinking for a second. There's many people who we all know them. They walk around L.A. and New York, uh, mm-hmm. track good looking, and they try to, you know, like I could. I'm a I'm a good looking person here. Mm-hmm. I'm very, and I could. Walk around and and hang out at the TGI at the at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Times Square mm-hmm. and meet some, you know, loser from from the Midwest who's here on vacation and we could marry and have chill. Or I could I can go down into the, you know the 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 meatpacking district and Ooh. run around in those fancy was that restaurant uh, you rest- went to? Uh, <laughs> catch, catch, catch! Yes. Thank you, my big bag on my back. Yeah, big backpack on my back. That's what you want to do. You want to go into a crowded, the hottest bar in New York City, real crowded with a bunch of people. And you, oh, first of all, you want to be the oldest person in there by thirty years. And then what you want to do is you want to put on a big backpack. Mm-hmm. When I, and, and and that backpack, you want that to, sm- every move you make, you want that to hit somebody. Yep. That's that's the best thing to do when you go into these hot uh, hot restaurants. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what Olari was doing. but So then I, in watching this Bad Vegan, that that documentary on Netflix, I'm seeing, you know, there's a lot of talk of uh, Alec mm-hmm. Baldwin for some weird reason. She keeps bringing up Alec Baldwin in the first couple of episodes. And she says that he met Olari at this restaurant, which was like the hot restaurant for a minute uh, there in New York City. And that's what Alaria did. Yeah. Alaria went around in her little. She was socialite. And she walked from table to table, let everyone see her yoga pants. And some dumb fuck like Alec Mm Bowen is eventually going to go, whoa, whoa, who's that? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what this, he's an idiot. He he gets caught up in this shit. And that's what happened. And so, and she got it. Uh, I got a guy. Who'd you get? Talk about a catch. Yeah, did you get a guy who works at uh, Target? No. Are you crazy? Look mm. at me. I got fucking Alec Baldwin, the yeah. guy from, you know, uh, Thirty Rock. Anyway, yeah. so that's I believe that's the case. She was not gonna. She was hell bent on finding somebody famous, mm-hmm. and we, there's a million of them. They're yes. out there every all the time. So that's what happened, and now it's they are what they are. The funny thing is there's levels to it too. And I see it at the, when I was working at the improv, you see it with, you know, lower level or more mid tier household namey enough, right. but just people, comedians. So you're like, he's not making 20 mil a year, right, you know, right. and I you're think Alex is talking about me right now to me. No, he's talking about me to me. And that's not nice. I was that's actually nice. speaking of Crystal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, or just the, yeah, the, no, so, I, I agree. I agree. There's with a you. scene to like, yeah. you know, going out and, right. you know, right. So anyway, it's, and it works both ways. Like, it's more fun to, you know, hook up with Lady Gaga than it is to hook up with, you know, Lady yeah. fucking whoever, you know. But anyway, there you go. So that's uh, that's that's the end of that one. Also, interesting, interesting times with over at the Baldwin house, uh, the Baldwinitos. Yes. Don't they call themselves that's that? That's what they call the, 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 the young ones. The, yeah, the whole family. The I think the whole family's the Baldwinitos. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I gather from reading the fucking crazy. I don't really speak Spanish, but neither <laughs> yeah. does she. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but we'll figure it out. I don't even know what out. a cucumber is. So, uh, and then now on to some sad news here in Hollywood, and we'll get to some other things in a second. I'm reading, just as before we came to air, so uh, bear with me as I, as I try and, uh, Bruce Willis has decided 
to uh, step away from acting. He's uh, he's done, and he's saying it's because uh, that he has basically it's another name for what seems to be some sort of dementia. Uh, what is it? What is it, Alex? Again? Ooh. Uh, Alex, hold on. Alex just thought it, Alex is lying down. He just thought I'm he's li- actually lying on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I gotta take a just break. thinking about something other than. Sorry, I don't have a medical degree over um, here. Halopecia. He's got. Doesn't he have? Is he have? Is he have he has well, halopecia. He did. He's had that for many years. He's always. <laughs> he's another one who looks good bald. You know. Um, aphasia. Afa- yeah, they're saying he it's a from aphasia. Aphasia, which is you know, it, uh, we read a little bit about it, Alex and myself, and it seems to be some sort of uh, you know, like a dementia type yeah. situation Lose where you ability have of your motor, uh, skills, yeah, mo- like language ability and uh, whatever. To communicate. Listen, it's not a, so. That's the end of the career, I guess. Um. And that's sad because listen, who and listen, I don't know what happened to Bruce Willis, but perhaps I had heard in in Hollywood inner circles, and I'm in the Hollywood inner circles. Thank you very much. I've heard uh, over the past couple of years that he was suffering from some sort of mm-hmm. dementia, or something. I believe it was even like the National Enquirer's and stuff where that he was on the cover. Yeah. Um. And God, I mean, who? Once again, I'm going to say this about. I think Bruce Willis is one of those guys, uh, uh, which I thought Will Smith was one of these guys. There's certain people out there we just all kind of like, you know, Taylor Hawkins. Let's go, you know, rest in peace. To the, that's, that one is just, I'm fucking so sad about that Taylor Hawkins thing. And the other thing is like, um, I'm a Foo Fighters fan, but that casual one like anybody else. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, that one just hit me hard. He seemed like a fucking guy who was enjoying life, you know? Yeah. And whatever. Anyway, but that's a guy, everybody seemed to love this guy. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And I feel Bruce Willis was kind of that way. You know, like who has a bad thing to say about Bruce Willis? I know Kevin Smith has some bad. He doesn't Kevin Smith <laughs> yeah. have like a thing with the runner with Bruce Willis or whatever? I think, and I've I've heard stories that he's kind of an odd guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him once briefly, and it was fine. He was okay. I mean, but you know, I'm judging on two people going, "Hi, how you doing? Hey, good to see you. Yeah. You too." Um, so, but I I've heard things that he's kind of an odd character, uh, and that's fine. Whatever, but. It, it, we all love Die Hard, and many, you know, guy made some good movies. Guy was a movie star. I mean, Bruce Willis is a, a, a leading fucking, man. You know, name above the title back in the days of that thing. You know, those days when movie stars were a thing. It feels a bit of a thing of the past now, but it was still Bruce Willis was Bruce fucking mm. Willis, and uh, it's sad. You know, I know he's got a big family, and uh, I think him and Demi are still tight, and. Um, he's married now. He's got young kids now too. I mm-hmm. think he's had kids, you know, a couple of years Since, ago. He's had yeah. more kids. These people just they can't keep their dick in their pants. These old timers. But anyway, that's sad, sad news uh, that Bruce Willis is, uh, I guess, decided to hang it up. But he, I mean, you know, not that, not to make light of it, but the guy was not certainly not making a list movies anymore. He was one of those dudes who was out there doing anything. You yeah, know, he they would throw. I mean, I just saw like five. I mean, I think he made like nine movies last year and he just, I think he's in them for like 30 seconds and they just put his face on the box of whatever, you know, none of them ever get released. So he was kind of like, I I don't know if that would had something to do with the fact that he was no longer Mm -hmm. able to learn the lines or a script. So he had to do those just to make a buck. Yeah. Um, And I don't know how long this has been happening, but that's the, there you go. So, uh, but we'll always have Die Hard and some other great movies. He's made a great movie with Paul Newman. Oh my God. It's one of my, if you haven't seen this movie, Bruce Willis, Paul Newman, Paul Newman's kind of, I think it might've been Paul Newman's final role. It's kind of like a, in a, 
Yeah, the, the, the father and son, I believe. Melanie Griffith is in Nobody's it. Fool? Nobody's Fool. Oh, my God. It's a fantastic. Rotten Tomatoes, 91. It's a fantastic movie. If you guys have not seen Nobody's Fool, it is a fucking great act. It's one of Bruce Willis's best roles. Um, and then, of course, you know, for those of us who remember Bruce Willis back in the moonlighting days and all that, he mm-hmm. was such a huge star. He was the, he was the spokesperson for Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers. To show you how long ago that was, he's been. He was, uh, I believe, one of the players in Planet Hollywood, the original. When we, you know, this is back when we loved stars. You mm-hmm. know, when we weren't also jaded assholes thinking that they eat babies and all that bullshit. But we would, we just love to see Bruce Willis, Stallone, and Schwarzenegger smoking cigars out in front of the newly opened Planet Hollywood. Yeah. We, we all knew it was going to close. A couple of weeks later, because they were covering chicken with Captain Crunch or something, and thought it was a fucking amazing <laughs> dish. But it, you know, and like, oh, what? How much is the Captain Crunch chicken? It's a uh, seventy-five dollars. Why is it so expensive? Because you're sitting underneath the Moira Kelly skates from the Cutting Edge. I mean, you, you can't do that anywhere, for God's sakes. So that's he was a Planet Hollywood guy. There was the three of them. I believe they were the three titans of Planet Hollywood, at least the face of it. I'm sure there were other people giving the money to them they weren't losing any money on the on the on the mozzarella sticks but so there was so there was that and they were all wearing like bad leather jackets you know back in those days where they were wearing like eight ball jackets or you know Schwarzenegger's out there with a you know American flag leather jacket on mm-hmm. in front of some shit restaurant still like aren't they still alive planet hollywood isn't there like yeah. one in vegas yeah, or that could go under no too? they're still around yeah it's interesting that they're still hanging on so anyway I don't know. I was going to say rest in peace, Bruce Willis, but not quite yet. Not quite you know, yet. Played this again in three weeks. But, <laughs> we'll get you uh, in a few. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's sad news. I, I was lo- looking, and he put out eight Bruce movies last year. Yeah, eight I, of them, yeah. and I've heard of none of no, them. No, they're not. He doesn't put out. They're not real movies anymore. Mm-hmm. He's not certainly not what he used to be, and I think that maybe that that, that was part of the reason. So mm-hmm. I, I wish him well. It's got to be tough for. I know he's got a relatively young wife and. Um, he's got like a two-year-old and a four-year-old. He's like yeah, young. Yeah. So kids. that's that's yeah. always sad when you're dealing with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish him well. But I mean, I'm Die Hard might be in my top five greatest movies of all time. I watched it probably a thousand times, and it it it's one of those ones that just holds up. It does. It's you know as as '80s as it is, and does have a bit of an '80s tinge to it these days. It but it still mm-hmm. works on so many levels. Uh, it's just fantastic. It's one of the first like movies. I love a type of movie, you know, where it's a regular guy, it's, uh, extraordinary circumstances. I don't know why they don't make more of them because everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. The recent, most recently was that one with um, shit, uh, nobody, nobody where, was oh, so good. My God, yeah, all this so fun. guy gets on a bus and starts, but you know that we doesn't everybody want that scene because mm-hmm. we all live vicariously through that character and we're like. You know, if I was on the bus when this shit happened, a couple of Russians start, you know, uh, grabbing, a, grabbing a, a girl, grabbing a girl, I'd be like, oh shit, get, I got to get off the next stop. <laughs> you know, but, but you know, that's what you. But the reality, you want to be this guy. You yes. Just starts breaking legs and arms, and you know, and then gets off the bus. That's mm-hmm. so that we. Those and John Wick. Doesn't he have yeah. that kind of like, I'm a regular guy. Well, Don't fuck past. with my dog. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But so does this guy. So yeah. the guy, no, nobody. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so. But it's, you know, Bruce, in the case of Bruce Willis, was like the, the original. John McClane. He was the OG fucking, mm-hmm. how did this shit, how did I get involved in this? I was just trying to go to a Christmas party. Yeah. 
and I'm barefoot for God's sakes. Greatest fucking plot line that you didn't think was going to play out, plays out. Like the shoe thing. Why did he take off his shoes? You may ask. Why does he have no shoes? Because some guy told him on the plane, he was a little stressed out from, he doesn't like to fly. Yeah. That's, we gather that in the beginning mm-hmm. from, of, from John McClane. And the guy tells him, what I like to do as soon as I get to my hotel room, I take off my shoes and I curl my toes on the carpet and it relaxes me from my flight. Mm. Bruce Willis like, oh, hot tip. Gets to the fucking room, starts doing it. Here comes the shooting. He's got no shoes on. Turns out what a great fucking plot lot, plot point in that movie yeah. because it becomes a whole ordeal mm-hmm. that he's got no shoes on. He's doing this all barefoot. He's running on fucking broken glass. Ah. So, I mean, I could go on for days about how great that movie is. Anyway, I, I feel sad for Bruce Willis. We loved you, you know, but eventually time goes on. People get old and 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 that's the end of that. All right. I think we could kind of wrap it up, uh, you know, just to kind of take it back to uh, and, and, and not too much Hollywood talk to take it back to a cover to cover type show. We'll give you this um, because, you know, we there's been some good Hollywood stories which is thank you, everybody, Patreon members, all the Patreon members who came over from our emergency uh, Oscars broadcast. We said go over to Patreon, where we just, and a lot of people come over to Patreon. So thank you for coming over to Patreon. Thank you for listening, of course, to this, the regular one, um, and so much more. I got a bunch of dates coming up. My, my website, it's taken so long, it's not the woman's fault. It's my fault. I've been on the road like crazy, and uh, so I finally got everything. So I think I'm up. I'm going to be up and running. Frangiola.fun. and I think I got all my dates on there. I the, like the that. Michigan's, yeah. the Alaskas, the 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 Milwaukee's added, Syracuse, Albany, uh, Ma- uh, Connecticut, uh, all added. I, I added a winery in 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 Massachusetts. I added another off cabin, a brand new comedy club opened by the guys from Laugh Boston. Oh, added that. That's coming. Got a ton of dates coming, some weird ones, some good ones, some legitimate A-list comedy clubs, and some fucking restaurants in the middle of Anchorage. And Alaska, that's not a joke. Yeah. And But that's the way I like to do it. I don't want ever want to be, you know, too successful where I'm fortune mm-hmm. themes through playing gorgeous theaters, and having people, you know, kiss my ass and drive me around. I every now and again, I want to get humbled by playing, uh, doing comedy next to a uh, somebody dropping fries in a fryer mm-hmm. uh, and hearing, uh, you know, the bartender shaking up drinks while I'm on stage. That makes me humble. Yeah, and and many. Th- I mean, I'm, I've been humbled many, many times over the years. So uh, that many dates coming up, and I'll get to all those. Um, but Boston, laugh Boston, go get those, and go get Milwaukee Improv, and go get the the Funny Bones, Syracuse, Albany, and uh, I know they're not on the website yet. I'm working on that. They, they, so just figure it out. Um, I wanted to give you guys this, and then and then we'll get out of here. Just to take it back to the best grocery store cakes ranked by a professional baker. Now this is an interesting one, Alex, mm-hmm. because it's not the you know. I mean, when I, people aren't down in cake every day, because we do a lot of countdowns on this show. We like to count down. And now we now one of some of the more famous ones we've done are ranch dressing, of course. But people use ranch dressing a lot. Yes. So you, we have strong opinions on ranch dressing. Same with our jarred tomato sauce. Same mm-hmm. with some uh, Girl Scout cookies. Everyone's got strong opinions. I don't know how strong people's opinions are on grocery store cakes, because how, many, how often do you go buy a grocery yes. store cake? 
maybe once a year for a birthday. We're talking or like family. sheet cake that you get at a Ralph's, that kind of a to thing. To figure out which grocery store is the best cakes, we sampled slices of six different bakery departments. We've all seen them. You mm-hmm. walk into any of your, your you choose your grocery store, and they have yeah. a bakery department, which always stresses me out because I look and I see the cakes, and they got hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, there's no way they could move these cakes in the next couple of days because cakes is short shelf life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm always like, what becomes of that? Cake. Who's buying all I, these? And, and they're also they're also like um, particular to a certain holiday, holiday or whatever. You know, like Super Bowl's coming. They got a football cake. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, Super Bowl's over. Not football cake's down there. We're well, we going to do a football cake now. So anyway, it stresses me out thinking about the, these type of things. But anyway, here goes. Um, you can't have a party without a cake. If you're hosting a celebration, whether it's for a birthday or something else, you'll need a cake. Okay. Doesn't mean you need to bake a cake yourself. To help you find the best grocery store cakes, we put slices from six stores to the test. Now, these are the stores that will be competing mm-hmm. in the best cake challenge. Costco. Oh, was there yesterday. Oh, my God. I can't say enough about it. I love this Costco, Alex. I was there yesterday. And the cake section, I strolled by it. They got some. I mean, they're doing some. Yeah. Now, are they making them in-house? All the stuff. They got a lot of stuff there. You know, you could literally, they got ribs and chickens and cakes, all cooked. And then you see people behind glass milling about back there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like if that's factory. the factory. You know, I don't know if that's the kitchen or if they're just if that's just, they're just stocking that the stuff they get from like a truck. Yeah. But I believe they're making this shit in house. They make it in house. I think you're right. Well, that's uh, uh, I am very impressed if they are making that shit in house back there. Kroger, Safeway, Walmart, Winko. I don't know if I know what Winko is. Winko. Winko. Oh, is that what it Winko? is? Winko. Yeah. <laughs> Winko. I think that's kind of like an all. I believe it's kind of like an Aldi. I'm, okay. I'm wrong, actually. Okay, Whole no, Foods. People are get Whole upset. Foods. So there you go. We own yeah. Besides um, uh, Winko, I know most of those. Uh, here we go. How we tested the grocery store cakes to find the best grocery store cake. We chose to keep things simple. You ready, Alex? Testing yes. of vanilla cake with vanilla frosting served as a baseline. Most grocery st- uh, stores keep a, keep round vanilla celebration cakes in stock, whether displayed in a bakery case or on a the table. They don't have it on hand. They're quick and convenient to pick up an order. Each cake was judged based on, here you go. Are you paying attention yes. or are you going to talk to your friends? No, I'm paying attention. Okay. I'm actually looking at Winco. Oh, okay. I was trying to get some. Okay. Each cake was and judged. And I'm trying to find a song to get oh, out nice, of here. nice. <laughs> we get the fuck out of here already. Each cake was judged based on cake to frosting ratio, cake flavor, cake texture, frosting flavor, and frosting texture. Ladies and gentlemen, here goes. Walmart. Okay. Number one. No, 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 no. no. This this might be last to first. Okay. It it is last to first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Offers a great bang for your buck when it comes to cake. To make it even better, Walmart has an online system to design and order your cake. Uh, But... Here's the problem. Then is why it's come in seventh or whatever. But the level of convenience doesn't match the way the treat tastes. The cake layers are tall and fluffy, paired with the frosting that is luscious like consistency. But once you take the first bite, you're met with an excessively sweet frosting. That's always been my beef with these yes. type of cake. They're too sweet, and they have a very strange aftertaste. Bottom line: if you're looking for a great deal, and you don't mind super sweet. Walmart's fine. Kroger next comes in sixth. We love Kroger for its quality food and great price, but we don't necessarily love the chain for its cake. Slicing into a cake from Kroger, we were met with a lopsided uneven layers. Okay. okay. The cake was nice and light, but it had a very light flavor. Now, I believe they've chosen the wrong type of cake. I don't like a vanilla on vanilla cake. No. So that wouldn't, uh, I would actually argue that they all, they should have went across the board chocolate on chocolate. Mm. But whatever, they, this, is, this woman's a baker who wrote this article, so I'm not going to fuck with her. 
And while other qualities aren't deal breakers, the frosting sealed the deal. The texture was uh, lovely, but the flavor was a bit off, make it too hard to enjoy any bite. Uh, if Bottom line, if the frosting of any part of your cake, skip this option or try it with chocolate. Oh, she just said what I said. Try it with chocolate frosting instead. That Okay, coming in at number five, I believe. Uh, Whole Foods. We'll be honest. We had the highest hopes of this cake at Whole Foods because it's Whole Foods. Yeah. I mean, we thought this is, this is the top of the top. Probably a pretty penny. After all, it was the most expensive. There you go, Alex. Up yep. the bunch. Unfortunately, those high hopes weren't met with an outstanding cake. The cake had a nice even layers, great ratio of cake to frosting thanks to expert assembly. That's nice. <laughs> okay. The cake itself was quite dense, which I like a dense cake, mm -hmm. Alex. A lot of people don't know that about me. Uh, I but, knew that about but, you. Thank you. But it had a good flavor. The frosting was silky smooth and truly melts in your mouth. Here's my problem with cake at a party. I uh, I don't who eats cake on a daily basis. You know you, you have cake at a celebration of some sort. You don't sit in your house eating cake alone. Yes. You know what I mean. If you do, you got problems. But so I'll go to a party and, and there'll be a cake out there, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna have many opportunities this year to have a cake. I don't go to many parties, and I fucking love cake. So I want more than just one piece of cake. Mm -hmm. people, people pass it around. Here's a piece. You want to be now, but you, you don't want to look like a fucking monster. Going, uh, can I have another piece of cake? Mm -hmm. So I don't. I never feel like I get enough cake at a party. You know, I'm always like, oh, I could take over like five more pieces of that cake. But that's that's why. I, like, I don't know. That's why you don't you, buy you, and bring it. If you listen to Juicy Scoop, you'll see that I've been busted on security camera stealing <laughs> cakes back from Sarah Colonna's house and other places. Okay, because I love I like cake so much that I want it. They're not going to eat it. No, Colonna and John. Yeah, throw it I away. I took it back, and they caught me on security camera. Jesus. The frosting tastes... Oh, so they didn't like this. They said uh, the frosting was silky smooth. Truly, The issue, the frosting tasted like it had taken a bite out of a stick of butter. This, this bitch is like fucking... Obviously, yeah. sounds like just like frosting. Why don't you take it a little yeah. easy? Like, so, you mean so hard she on said him. one was too sweet, this one was too buttery, and the other one had a weird aftertaste. Uh, buttercream. It's buttercream frosting, which that does have... Some people are not buttercream people. Mm -hmm. uh, my father loves buttercream. This is beautifully decorated, well-assembled cake. The flavor and texture are great, bottom line. But if you don't love the taste of butter, consider the custom frosting an option, such as Whole Foods Chantilly frosting. Okay. Okay. And now here you go. Winco? Winco. Winco. How'd you pronounce it? Winco. Winco. Where are those? What's What part of the country? I was trying to find that Winco up when in? you accused me of texting he, my friends. I, I believe sometimes he is. I see he's got a big smile on his Winco. face. They're making fun of me, him and his friends. Yeah, uh, we are. Via they just opened their second Eugene, Oregon location. Oh, now okay. Open, so they're up in so. the Pacific Northwest uh, area. Okay. They got... Never mind, keep going. They like their cake. The cake was most unexpected of the bunch, especially because the they come into the store frozen. See, this is what mm, I'm saying. I, yeah. I think they're making them so... Uh, uh, already f uh, full, fully frosted and assembled, the cake itself had a bit of an odd yellow tint. Okay. okay which that's one, uh, I don't like that. But that was easy to get past. It was shockingly light and fluffy and paired with a fantastic frosting. Oh, she liked this frosting. The frosting wasn't too sweet, making an incredibly well-balanced cake for a great deal. If you need a cake at a pinch, a pre-made option, the uh, Winco Bakery is a great choice. Okay. Here we go. This is, we're getting down to the end. I believe this is number two. Costco. Oh, everybody loves Costco. There's no making a list of the best grocery store cakes without including Costco. And that's for good reason. Costco cakes have a cult following. Oh, could you imagine me in, in the cult? That yeah, so do their hot dogs. <laughs> that's not a good thing. I know they get everything. <laughs> that chicken. The people love fucking Costco. Let's just face it. We all love Costco. Even without half sheet cakes available at stores, Costco sells 10 inch round cakes with a cake to frosting ratio that's nicely balanced. Uh, the addition of Costco's signature cheesecake mousse filling 
takes this option to a whole new level of delicious. Ooh, that sounds amazing. The cake itself has a nice texture, and the frosting is just the slightest bit too sweet for my liking. This woman, just leave the frosting just, off, lady, yeah. and get, get out of everyone's way. Why but are you, you reviewing cakes? You yeah, don't like yeah, frosting. doesn't like frosting. Bottom, if you have a Costco membership, choose this option every time. She's mm-hmm. saying this is the one. Okay. If you have the Costco membership. The cake flavor and texture are great, and you might even have leftovers to enjoy the next day. She is, but 100%, the best cake in the business, Safeway, mm. which I don't, I mean, Safeway we used to have here, but it wasn't like a the grocery store. Our Safeways were like more of a kind of a Rite Aid type yeah, store. Yeah, I but think. I think they're grocery stores around the rest of the country. Anyway. They, she, like most other grocery store cakes, they bring their cakes in frozen, decorate them on mm-hmm. site. Yet somehow, Safeway cakes have the lightest, fluffiest texture. On my cake off is thick, beautiful layers of great flavor. And of course, it's paired luscious, well-balanced frosting for a cake that's not too sweet, not too bland in every bite. She loves it. Safeway dishes up well-balanced, flavorful cake. It sounds to me like she is giving Safeway a little bit. They must, she, mm-hmm. It sounds like to me she likes Costco cake better, but you know she's, she's being paid off by Safeway. Yeah. She's a shill. Anyway, She's a shill for big cake. The verdict is uh, grocery store cakes have a bad rap. She's saying grocery store cakes are great. Uh, Safeway is a major brand, so it's easy to track them down in many states. Get it at Safeway. And if you don't, and her name is Molly Allen. If you guys are frosting fans and you want to fight with Molly Allen, contact her. She's a previous baker and a former event planner and now a freelance writer. Obviously, her business failed because mm-hmm. she was out there making frosting that had no fucking yeah, taste. No you sugar. Know, like, oh. I'm going to plan an event. Oh, don't get Molly Allen. This mm. bitch came over with a fucking cake. What'd she make the frosting out of? I don't know. Grass mm. from her fucking lawn. Had no taste. No f- no sweetness. No butter. No nothing. Nothing. Anyway, so now she's sitting here writing articles for shit, uh, you know, publications. And I, you know, this is this is from Taste of Home. That's how deep I dive for you people. Mm-hmm. I could sit here and talk about Will Smith for not three hours. But I'm like, I, I got to give these people something to sink their teeth into, literally. Yeah. And I found Taste of Home, which is, I don't even know what it is. But it, they're counting down some cakes. Yeah. And I was in Costco yesterday. Saw some people bringing back some weird things again. I like to look at the people on the on the, on the the uh, customer service returns, returns line. Yeah. Returning things that I just don't understand why they're returning. Mm-hmm. Frosted mini wheats. I did now, I think we all know what we're going to get yeah. out of the frosted mini wheat. And I don't understand. Well, I, I this is not what I expected. The, mm-hmm. the frosting, the mini, the, the wheat side is not wheat enough. The frosting is not frosted enough. Yeah. I got to take this back. And also, it's like, a, I don't know. Listen, I, I'm not, I don't want to come off like some asshole who's got a couple of bucks here, but it's nine bucks. Eat, eat, just eat it. As somebody without money, <clears throat> I just eat it. Like, exactly. I, I'm just, not as somebody with a couple of Throw it out in the backyard and let yeah. the pigeons or the squirrels eat it. Somebody just, or just don't give it to a friend. It's a week of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> just eat it. Not in the case of Costco. Oh, it's like well, a yeah, month. You right. get two bags. You're there. right. You're it's right. It's a double bag. Mm-hmm. So, I grew uh, up on bags of mini spooners, all yeah, right? I you know. and your hoity-toity. Yeah, that's, they're, they're probably wheats. taking them back. That's probably their complaint. Yeah. These taste like mini spooners. Yeah, these <laughs> oh boy, do they for nine bucks? Oh, too bad. Anyway, what do we got to get out of here on Alex? Do you like have... the band Cake? No, we don't mess with them a no, lot. Okay, I won't. No, no. Do we have Bruce Willis's song? We do. Okay, we're going to go once again back to you know this was Bruce Willis came up in an era you guys will remember mm-hmm. uh, where you were a star. They let you do anything. Mm-hmm. They literally let you as as you could see by Harvey Harvey Weinstein. For 30 years, we let these people do anything. And then, you know, now the 
chickens have come home to roost. Mm -hmm. I still don't know what that means, but I say it all the time. And back then, if you were a star, they'd go ahead and cut an album. John Johnson, Patrick Swayze. These people have chart hits. Yeah. And Bruce Willis. And this was a hit song for Bruce Willis. Had a video. It's god-awful, but... It's got a two-minute intro on the video. <laughs> the video's like one of those videos that was like a movie. Yeah. Shot terribly in a bar, and he's just the coolest guy in the bar, of course. Mm-hmm. He's walking around. Got a pointer sister to be on this. I believe Anita Pointer is, uh, saves the song, of course, because mm-hmm. right now, as a, here comes the pointer sisters to save it, because what Bruce Willis is doing is just making a fool of himself. But he fancied himself some sort of singer. He was had a band, Bruno and the whatever. When I oh. was looking it up, it pretty much said all he plays anymore is the openings of Planet Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he don't play anything anymore. Yeah. He's, he can't even speak. But for, so, throughout yeah, the last Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that he was doing that kind of shit. So this is a cover of Respect Yourself. He just ruined Respect Yourself. See, this is what happens. I always say, everybody, you need real friends. You don't need friends to make you feel good. You need friends to make you feel bad. Yep. Because that's what stops you from doing things like this. I'm going to cut an album. Don't. You suck. Oh, okay, I won't. But if they... No, you should. You'd be great. Mm-hmm. Then you get this. And then, you see, who's to blame? Friends. Bruce Willis's friends are to blame for this. Yeah. Not Bruce Willis. He do not know what he's doing. He's just saying yes to anything. So this is bad news. There you go. There's Anita Pointer. <clears throat> Good episode. Fun episode. Thanks, everybody. We, uh, we'll we be back next week. Get a Patreon, and uh, we'll have some fun with it. Love you. Bye-bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.